Let's get ready to sip and stroll. Welcome to Community News. My name is Paul. And my name is Sasha. Hello there, Sasha. How are you today? I am doing well. How are you today, Paul? I am wonderful. Four days until Christmas, and that means five days until the Christmas music stops. I hope. so funny because you who like to pretend you're a curmudgeon, you're dressed in forest green, you've got red behind you from your chair, you're in Christmas colors, you're as festive as I've ever seen you. I'm trying to actually uh, camouflage myself with this, just fit in with everything else so no one will see me. Is it working? No, probably not. Like a happy Christmas elf. Oh, that's nice. Here I am. (laughs) Elf-like. So that's it. What? Sorry, did you like the video I sent you of that Santa in the porta potty oh, that I met on another show? It was amazing. I want to convert to Christianity just so I could put that in my yard. I love that thing so much. I know, that's the thing. I thought you really can't put it in your yard if you don't celebrate Christmas because it seems like you're being blasphemous. <laughs> right. So it made me think that the person who did put it there amongst their other Christmas decorations has a great sense of humor. Exactly. It was amazing. It was Santa in a porta potty coming out of the porta potty, opening the John door. It was great. <laughs> The only thing that threw me was if it was in my neighborhood, when I go take walks, I look for those porta potties because I always have to pee. So you and Peter. I'm, oh, what? You and Peter. Well, Peter just goes behind the abandoned house, which now is being renovated. So that takes it away from him. But I always look for construction sites because they always have those porta potties there. And I'm always happy. It makes me feel like a real man peeing in one of those things. Imagine if you did mistakenly think that it was, or someone was drunk and they thought it was a real porta potty and then they go in and there's Santa. (laughs) That would be hilarious. It would be great. Um, So that's it. Four days until Christmas. Hope everybody has done their shopping, got everything uh, ready to go. Uh, If you want a photo with Santa, they are having photos with Santa at the community center for the next two days. Sasha, did you get your photo with Santa or no? I haven't in years. You need to go. You would give Santa a big lift if you went there. (laughs) No pun intended. I've posted a few times with a Santa that I ran into in Stanford uh, downtown, a picture of me next to a Santa. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. So picture with Santa. No Santa photos this year. For any kids, yes, you can go get your photos with Santa. It is down. You have to make a reservation online. They're trying to make it COVID-friendly, so don't just show up. Uh, go on to the community news website or go on to the community website and uh, check out a photo with Santa. Uh, I have- saw some good controversy online where people were discussing, you know, now that we all try to teach our, well, now that normal people try to teach their kids that they shouldn't have to hug and kiss every like aunt and grandpa and scary older person. They were saying, you know, with teaching your kids autonomy over their own bodies, they were saying how it's really not funny. These pictures of kids on Santa's lap screaming and crying and the parents are laughing and taking pictures. I read a whole controversy about it where people are talking about like, should this just all be put to the wayside now? Should it be, should it be abandoned? This whole concept of sitting on an old creepy man, stranger's lap. Those photos are the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. And I hope they do not go away. I love seeing kids scream and cry because they're on set. I go to the mall and walk around and wait at Santa to see which kids are going to scream and cry. It's great. It is funny, but it also is, as people point out, 
you're traumatizing your kids for a laugh in a picture. And they're like, is that really, now that we're all a little more aware of psychology, is that really a good idea? Like maybe just call it a day and don't do the whole tradition. I shuttle between there and the piercing place in the mall to see the kids screaming their heads off because the mothers are getting their ears pierced. Those are my two favorite things. It's like music to my ears. What? I read a few threads on the town, like, you know, advice board recently about mothers, mothers looking for um, places to pierce their kid. And if that wasn't creepy enough to me where they're like, where can I go? Pierce my kid, not just the ears. People were saying my kid wants their nose pierced. And they're actually asking for where they can get their kid's nose pierced. But on top of that, what was worse was that all the answers were go to the tattoo parlor and they start listing the tattoo parlors. And I'm like, if you can't get any trashier than taking your kid to get their nose pierced, you're going to take your 12 year old to a tattoo parlor. I mean, is this where the world is headed? Paul? Well, I'm embarrassed to say that my ex ex wife and my daughter do go to a tattoo parlor to go get their piercings. So For real? <laughs> yes, <Really>? for real, <laughs> they oh have uh, ear piercings and they go there. Because that's the best place in town. It was even a thing till I read it on the group, yes. you know. But well, that doesn't also include the time my daughter uh, drunkenly went to Las Vegas and got a belly button piercing at two a.m. at some tattoo piercing place that okay, I have no idea. She was over eighteen. You're not like let's figure out where to bring our twelve year old to put holes in her face because she feels like it at twelve. No. Or he, she, or whatever. You no. know. No. They go together hand in hand into the tattoo parlor. I cannot picture your ex-ex-wife. She's such a classy, (laughs) elegant woman. I cannot even imagine her going into a tattoo parlor for that. Well, you'll have to come join her next time you need a piercing or anything like that. I had a dream with both of you in it the other night. And even in the dream, she was sort of like the, you know, upscale, uh, elegant person with... Good standards, and I was asking her if something was okay, kind of thing. So even in my dreams, I think of her as that way. I can't imagine her going into a tattoo. I've never been in a tattoo parlor. Really? No. Oh, I have. You've never been in a tattoo parlor? What would I do there? I don't know. Go look around, see what's happening, take a look at the designs. Yeah. No, no interest. Yes. Yes, I have. So anyway, so getting back to all of that, I don't even know where we started this whole this, shenanigans. This whole shenanigans. And, oh, that's I know where. So anyway, get your Santa photos. And if you want to sit on his lap, fine. And if you want to see your kids cry, that's even better. Um, uh, announcement, Chicks Bridge, which is supposed to have been done, finished by now over the causeway, will be out of commission for another month. They found some problems there, so continue to use the detour. Um, I don't know why they call it Chick's Bridge. I guess because of the chickens that go under it or some crap like that. I never researched it because I couldn't care less. But I think it's hilarious that they just realized there are structural problems <laughs> to this 400-year-old bridge. Well, they were fixing it, and then they thought they'd fixed it, and then they realized they made it even worse. So, right. you mean, know, reading between the lines in the announcement that the town made, that's what I see is happening. That, that bridge never fell apart while people were driving over it. <laughs> right. Like, when you think back to who made this bridge, it's like 400 years ago. Wait, 1770. Yeah, it's like about 400 <laughs> years old. And it was people, think about it, it was a bunch of guys in their 20s who were like pioneer guys you know, who are making this bridge out of like twigs and sticks. Do we really think it's in good shape for 400 years? Like this many years later, it's time for an up, 
or upgrade, you know? How many selfies do you think they took 400 years ago while constructing this bridge? I think some of the pioneer women maybe tried to take a picture and then they all stood there in that solemn, we don't smile because we don't want people to think we're dumb, you know, back in the day. Right. And then they waited until the photography was invented, I guess, also. Right. Right. So, so. It was a sketch artist, a pioneer sketch right. artist, uh, probably sketched them working on the bridge. I wonder if she was like psychic enough and she did it, that like famous thing with the construction workers in New York. Where oh, right. Where they're on the, uh, we're on the beam eating their lunch. Exactly. That would have been so cool if we found like an old sketch of these pioneer guys building that bridge on a beam eating their lunch. Well, if any of our listeners have any archival footage of Chick's Bridge, let us know. Uh, send us an email and uh, we'll talk about it because uh, you know we'd like I'm to know. I'm going to call the Townport Historical Society and see what they know. Uh, the I-team is on the investigation. I-team is back. I haven't done enough I-teaming since COVID. And I, the nosy part of me that needs to know is just uh, has died a little inside during COVID. And I, I need that nosy part of me to start being fulfilled again. So our final thing we're going to talk about today, uh, before mm-hmm. you go nose around about Chick's Bridge, is you were invited, thank God I was not, to a sip and stroll party because yep. some of the people up here, I will not refer to them as morons as I wanted to, think that because we had one day in the 60s, it's a good idea to set up an outside party uh, right. this weekend. It- so. Because they think it's also COVID friendly and maybe one of them has a cousin down in Boca Raton or somewhere in Florida that does this. So, yeah, it's my first ever sip and stroll party. And what they what they apparently are doing is having different stops in the neighborhood um, and different people are hosting it. So you go to their house and outside you drink and talk and then you stroll to the next house. Now, my question is, since, you know, I don't drink alcohol. Do I go to the sip and stroll just to like meet some neighbors and drink some water? Do I pretend to drink alcohol? What do I do? What's the protocol? You 100% have to go because I need a review of what's going on in this nonsense because I'm sure it's going to end up really well with temperatures being in the 30s and people just drinking, walking from house to house. I can't see disaster anymore written on anything else. Um, So you have to go. It's like a tailgate party, but without the football. I would ask you to film it while you were doing it, but I know that won't happen. So maybe if one of your kids can tag along and film it, that would be amazing also, because I need to say, yes, 100% you can go drink water, drink whatever you want, but you know there's going to be a lot of complaining, and I need a full breakdown of what was being served. Or others. What did you say? Are you saying I'll be complaining a lot, or just everyone will be complaining? Well, it goes without saying that you'll be complaining a lot. (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know that other people will be complaining also, but they'll be drunk and complaining. They'll be like that. I can't walk. I can't walk anymore. You know, one of those, you know, you're going to get a lot of that. I'd be like the um, literal police at the party and be like, if people aren't strolling, if they're like running or jogging, should I be like, excuse me, this is a sip and stroll, not a sip and walk fast or not a sip and jog. One, you have to be that. You yeah. have to be. I need to come up with some annoying thing that I can do more I'm, than my normal annoying. <laughs> I'm only bummed that this is in the summer because you could be dressed fully as Mrs. Roper. And that would be a perfect costume for one of these things as you go Ooh, along. Or Mrs. Roper with a, like a Santa hat, like a um, 
Uh, Mrs. Roper Claus. Right, exactly. <laughs> so Sip and Stroll, it's only for Sasha's new neighborhood, the fifth one she's been in this year. So yeah, she, but she, the first one that's ever done a Sip and Stroll. So I think I finally found my people. So, so possibly this could be coming to a neighborhood near you once the first person yeah. puts it on Facebook and everybody gets Facebook envy of not having their own Sip and Stroll. So uh, exactly. we'll find out exactly like what's going on. You. you like saying Sip and Stroll. I do. I, I, I haven't messed it up once yet. I know. It's a good I'm, name. I'm pretty happy. Sip and stroll. Sip and stroll. So that about wraps up. Four days to Christmas. Make sure to get your shopping done. Santa photos at the community center. And we will get a full sip and stroll report on show number 200, which Woo! will be next week, our 200th show. It's unbelievable. We have a lot of special things planned. Not yet, but we'll figure it out then. Um, yes. But that's it. I am going to hide so nobody sees me. I'm in my green and red, and hopefully I'll just fit in and be able to well, get through the holidays. Christmas Eve with your family. I think both of our families should get together on Christmas Eve and eat egg rolls and drink eggnog <laughs> and watch It's a Wonderful Life and laugh at all the misogynistic and racist um, parts of It's a Wonderful Life that played in 1946 but don't really work anymore. What could be better than that? I can't think of anything. With, and, with the Paul family. Anyway, so that about wraps up this episode of Community News. And as always, my name is Paul. As always, my name is Sasha. Sasha, I will see you for number 200 next week. I will see you next Tuesday, Paul, for number 200. And we love you, community. Take care. Bye-bye.